0: Thank you for tuning in to The Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, and ex-lesbian podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. I hope that you guys are doing good this Sunday or whatever day it is that you are watching or listening to this podcast. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys about the wayward child. Maybe you have a child and you're just like, I don't know what to do with this kid. This kid is just off doing whatever he wants to do, not listening, not obeying, far from God, or maybe that's you, right? Because none of us are perfect and there's areas in our life where we have become a wayward child of God. And so when we look at that word wayward, what does that mean? It means difficult to control or predict because of unusual or perverse behavior. Difficult to control or predict because of unusual perverse unusual or perverse behavior. How many times Do we disobey God like in a month? Do you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about those little things that he asks us to do, uh, those seasons in our life where he's like, I want to fix this. I want to work on this area. And we continue to say no to God. We say no because it seems too hard. We say no because we don't want to and we want to just lean into that sin or we want to lean into that area because it's comfortable. We say no because it fills a void and we're scared of the unknown and we don't know how God is going to fill that void with himself. We don't know what's going to happen. So there's areas in our life where we are. Are the prodigal son where we are the wayward child who just does things our way now there's two types of kids here in in uh in this kind of message like we're talking about wayward children maybe kids who are just have that will to disobey i'm talking about i am going to disobey have you ever felt like that like i'm going to straight up disobey god because i want to because i can uh, uh i just have a reckless disregard to follow christ There is no ounce of me that wants to follow Christ, and so I'm just going to live life my way, do things my way, and God's like, oh my God, come on, if you would only listen to me, if you would only come to me, I have so much for you. I want to heal those areas in your life where you are hurting, where you're confused, and you're trying to fill all these different voids within you with drugs and alcohol and sex and lust and pornography and all of this stuff. And God's like always calling you, always calling you, but you just have this reckless disregard saying, I'm going to do whatever I want, live life how I want to live it because it makes me feel good. That's the one type of way we're a child. The child that says, I don't care, I'm going to live life how I want to. But then there's another type of child who wants to follow God, is following God, but they're controlled by their flesh. And that's the struggle. And maybe that's you today. You're just like, God, I want to follow you. I'm down for you. I love you. You are my everything. You are my all. But I struggle with following you because my flesh keeps pulling me backwards. What are those areas in your life where God's like, I want to work on this. I want to fix that. And every time, every time we try to take a leap of faith, a step in the right direction, there's something that pulls us back. Maybe it pulls us back emotionally emotionally or spiritually, or financially, because the enemy doesn't want us to follow God. He doesn't want us to grow in Christ. He doesn't want us to know who we really are in God. Like He does not want us to know that that we are mighty, that we are warriors, that we have uh, um, um, rule and territory over this land, and that he has nothing on us. The enemy wants you to think that you're this small, And that you are little and that you can't win, that you can't grow, that you're always going to struggle with this thing, that you're always going to go through that. Because if he can keep you down, he can keep you, keep you chained to your past, keep you chained to a negative thought process, a negative thought life. When God's wanting to release you into something new and into something better, into freedom in him. But growth it's hard, right? It's hard. No child, no child is perfect. So, this child who's controlled by the flesh, they're saying yes to God with their lips, but their heart is the one. Their heart is the thing that's saying no. Have you ever been there? Like, God's like, I want to work on this specific area in your life. And you pray and you're just like, God, help me, help me to change, help me to turn, help me to do right. But then in our heart, we're like, no, I want to hold on to that. No, I want to, I want to stick around to that thing. I don't want that chain to be broken because it fills a void. It's, it's, it's comfortable. It's killing me, but it's comfortable. It's hurting me, but it's what I'm used to. It's keeping me stuck, but it's familiar. Our lips can be saying one thing and our heart be saying another. And so we have to take that to God. How do we do that? It's saying, God, take me on this journey of learning how to turn my heart towards you. Learning how to turn my heart towards you. If we allow God to help us, growth is inevitable. It's inevitable, but it's hard. You ever feel like the moment you start being totally obedient to God, all hell breaks loose. The moment you say yes to God and you try to do right, every attack is just coming your way everything all of a sudden is just coming in the opposite direction and it's, and it's trying to push you back and you're trying to move forward with God and you're just feeling defeated and overwhelmed. That's the tactic of the enemy. The enemy is like, I want to keep this person stuck down, beat down and defeated. I don't want them to move in the direction God has for them because they will be free of me. They will have victory over the things that I want to do in their life. I want to kill them. I want to keep them stuck. I want to keep them stagnant. I want to keep them from realizing their true potential. I want them to think they're worthless. So the enemy keeps trying to pull you back, pull you back, pull you back. But don't let the disappointments defeat you. Because it's the testing that God puts you through that changes you. It is the testing that God puts you through that changes you. So when you feel the friction of life, when you feel as though you are trying to swim upstream, when you feel as though you're trying to move forward with God and everything's coming against you, be happy, be grateful, because you, you need to look through the eyes of Christ. Many of you need to see through the eyes of the Holy Spirit, when there's friction coming against you, know that that's the thing that smooths out our edges. That's the thing that 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 helps to sand out our foundation. That's the thing that's going to shape us and mold us into the men and women that God's created created us to be. It's the friction that brings transformation. It's the friction that brings that growth. And because of that growth, because of the transformation, we will be able to see the blessings on the other side, the transformation that we're seeking God for on the other side. Ecclesiastes 3, chapter 3, verse 1, it says this, for everything, there is a season and time for every matter under heaven. You may be going through a season To where you just feel as though you are trying to swim upstream and you're frustrated. And I know you've heard this before. But it's true. Seasons don't last always. Now hold up. If you have been going through a negative season and it seems as though it's not letting up. And I'm talking about it's been years. And you've been stuck. It may not be God that's keeping you stuck. You know what I'm saying? God doesn't want to keep us stuck. It may be the fact that we are not letting the friction smooth out our edges. We are not letting the friction of what's going on push us into making the right choices, push us into obedience to God. In my life, um, just struggling with various different things like let's say alcohol, okay, struggling with alcohol and just saying, okay, I know that God doesn't want me to drink at all, right? And so we say, okay, I'm not going to drink. Awesome. Next thing you know, your friends say, well, yeah, we changed the location to this bar. And now you're sitting at the bar and your flesh is like, come on, you can have just one. You can, you can have just one. And it's friction. You have the opportunity and the choice to do one thing, but God's saying, I need for you to work out your faith right now, right? I need for you to exercise your faith. I need you to practice it. Say no to the drink or say, you know what? I can't be at this meeting because it's at the bar. We might have to change locations. We might have to do the thing we don't wanna do to get the result that we're wanting. We have to be obedient to God. If you struggle with lust, if you struggle with, um, same sex attraction and you just are walking with God and you're like, God, take this lust from me. And next thing, you know, you are, you just have people of the same sex flirting with you. You have, um, these TV shows that seem so appealing, but they have a lot of same-sex stuff going on. And for you, you know that that is not good. You know that the Holy Spirit's telling you to turn the channel. The Holy Spirit's telling you to, to pray at this moment, just on the inside of you, as you're talking to this beautiful person of the same sex, the Holy Spirit is saying, submit right now to me, submit right now to me. What does that mean? It means, you know what? right now, even though I'm having this conversation with this person who is beautiful and attractive and of the same sex, God is telling me to submit to him. And so right now in my mind, as I'm talking to this person, I am saying, thank you, Father God, that this woman is, uh, is, is, is going to follow you, Father God. I thank you that she is my sister in Christ Jesus. If she does not know you, Father God, get her to know you. I rebuke and I bind those thoughts of the enemy that that come my way. Those thoughts are not my thought, thoughts. I don't claim those thoughts. They are not me. And we have to lean into what God is telling us to do in the immediate, in the now. But so many times we ignore that. God tells us in the, in the moment when we're going through something, in the moment where, where there's friction, God always tells us to do something. He's giving us a choice. Be obedient or be disobedient. Be obedient and begin to get that growth or be disobedient and stay stuck. God's told me before to let go of certain people, to let go of certain friendships because not that they are a bad person or I'm a bad person, but because it's not healthy for the both of us. Have you ever had a friend who is of the same sex and you're coming out of uh, homosexuality and you've got this amazing friend. And all of a sudden you just start having these thoughts, these sexual thoughts about them. And you're just like, where is this coming from? Man, how come I can't keep a friend without lusting over them? Right. And God's like, okay, I need for you to be obedient right now in the middle of your conversation with them, right? I need for you to rebuke the enemy right now in the uh, middle of this conversation. That helps to turn your heart away from the enemy and towards God. And so in these moments, are we being obedient? Because when we aren't, God usually will say, I need for you to separate from that person because you can't handle it and they can't handle it. This thing together, this relationship, it's gonna take you down. It's not that you're bad, but you're walking in disobedience. You aren't being obedient in the small things. Therefore, God has to separate you. Do you want to spend the rest of your life separated from good friendships, good relationships, good opportunities, good blessings? Because we refuse to be obedient in the right now. So think about that. Think about that. How are you being controlled by your flesh? In anything, in any way. And what does God tell you in the right now when you're struggling with that thing, when that friction comes? What is God telling you? And are you obedient? And if not, why? If we need help from God to say, God, help turn my heart towards you because it's not. My lips are, but my heart isn't. I want you but I love this sin. We have to seek him more. Stop making excuses for why you can't spend time with God. Stop making excuses for why you're too busy to uh bow down and worship him when he's telling you to do it when you woke up at the when you woke up this morning, which he is the one that woke you up. When he says just spend like 2 minutes with me before you jump in the shower. Get on your knees and just humble yourself before me. Are you saying you're too busy? You can't? No, I'm going to do this. I'll come back to that later. Disobedience will get us stuck. So when we are faced with the friction of life, when we are faced with those opportunities to obey God, let's begin to do it, guys. 2021, let's begin to do it. Whatever year this is that you're listening to this, Let's right now say, I will begin to be obedient to God. Because if you want victory, come on. If you want victory, it's there for you. But you have to be obedient. God wants to take you to a place of victory and a place of freedom and a place to where you are not bound by these sins and these struggles. It's a thing. Like, you can get to that place. This isn't garbage. I'm not saying, you know, uh, that... I oh, don't know. I think a lot of times we don't believe the word of God. Sometimes I think we believe it in theory, but not truly with our heart. Do you believe that God can deliver you, that he can change you? Because if you don't, that's a problem. If you don't, you won't ever see that change and that victory in your life. You won't be set free from those things that are just bothering you. You don't want religion. You want a relationship and through that relationship with Him, man, the Holy Spirit will just tug you and convict you in the right ways to get you to the right place. I hope that you guys enjoyed that. If you want to donate to this ministry, Please do go to our website. Your money goes a hundred and ten percent to me being able to minister to people from around the world. Um, I've gotten to speak to people from uh, London this week, um, Chicago, another Chicago, New Jersey. Um, and it's amazing. and also our conferences that we do uh yearly uh we're gonna do one this year and i'm super excited about that your money goes to spreading the word your money goes to this podcast being spread throughout the world um it goes to me being able to put this stuff out on youtube all of that okay and so go click the website uh subscribe to this on any podcast platform Uh, rate and review if you're checking me out on YouTube. And please share it with someone. Put it on your page. I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in to The Victory is Greater Than the Struggle. This is an ex-lesbian podcast. Myself, I am your host, Jessica.